Good evening, family, and welcome to another edition of Project Real Talk. Actually, this is the second installment of a series that we'll be presenting uh, discussing the issue of race in America. And before we get into it, I just want to give you guys some, some numbers, some facts, and a little bit of history so we can better understand the complexities of what's taken place in the last couple of days in terms of the demonstrations and the clashes with police and, and, and things like that. Um, African-Americans make up 13% of the country's population and we were victims of 31% of police shootings last year. In a study conducted by Rutgers University School of Criminal Justice, analyzing data from police shootings from 2013 through 2018, the study found that one in 1,000 black men and boys will likely be killed by police in their lifetime, while the number of white men and boys is 39 out of 100,000. These numbers are alarming. Clearly, what has happened across the country and the world is a renewed call for change and justice. Just to give you a little history, to commemorate uh, uh, the anniversary of what was called the worst incident of racial violence in America. On May 31st through June 1st, 1921, the citizens of the Greenwood District of Tulsa, Oklahoma were attacked by mobs of white residents and also they were attacked by planes which actually dropped explosives in that area, destroying 35 square blocks. That area, for some of you who don't know, was known as Black Wall Street, which was one of the most, or one of the richest black business districts in America at that time. In all actuality, out of Reconstruction, there were several affluent African-Americans at the time who owned land and had the equivalent of millions of dollars in this day's money. From Minneapolis to New York, calls for justice can be heard and anger's in the air. Rightly or wrongly, people are angry. Governor Cuomo, in a press conference today, addressed the situation in what seemed to be an address towards the whole country and not just New York City in particular. In his address, he proposed several changes that need to be addressed, such as the clear disparity and racially motivated mistreatment of black people by the police as no new phenomena. As he stated, there's nothing new under the sun. And that the last few days of these incidents are the result of African-American disenfranchisement almost sounding like a speech in a bid for a potential presidential run, perhaps indirectly, he seemed more poised and concerned than our own actual president who chose to take the social media in his usual fashion, stating, and I quote, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Now I ask you, like, what kind of message does this send 
to Americans in general and to African Americans in particular, the leader of the free world telling us that we will gun you down in the street with no regard. We are not only in the midst of still dealing with the pandemic like we have never seen before, which showed just how unprepared we were as a country, as a nation, and in the world to to, to deal with it. And in the midst of all of this, there's been three major incidents involving the brutalization of black people. The mask has been taken off the face of America to reveal just how deeply rooted the problem of race is here in our country. Any fairly intelligent human being in America cannot deny that there has been and will continue to be an issue with race in this country until it is addressed. How many times can we witness the same thing occur time after time and not do anything about it? It's the same story with different names, the same color, the same outcome. This has to stop. What happened in Minneapolis New York, Baltimore, Detroit, and in other cities with large populations of African Americans in this small town America has to stop. The mistreatment and brutalization of black people will not be tolerated anymore. Clearly, the murder of another black man has once again shown the blatant disregard for the lives of black people and people of color. When does it end, America? When does it end? As always, don't be good, be great. Good night, family. Good evening, family, and welcome to episode three of our series where we examine race in America. This is Project Real Talk. As always, my goal is to bring you information from my perspective, while also providing information that pertains to our communities. Tonight, I want to address the issues with the protests surrounding the death of George Floyd and the events that are also unfolding as a result of it. This senseless looting and destruction of property in our neighborhoods, I can almost guarantee that those people that are doing this could care less about George or anyone else. And the fact that they're so ignorant defeats their purpose. I'm mad as hell. I have sons that are going to grow up to be men. I don't want it to be by America's permission, nor do I want them to be prayed to be hunted like so many of our black men and boys. In order to understand the anger and frustration, you have to understand the history. 1004, that's the number of people shot and killed by police in 2019. And of course, those are the ones that we never heard of, or if we've heard of them, what was the result? 24% of those killed were black. Despite making up 13% of the population, 
I want to read a quote to you. To be black and conscious in America is to be in a constant state of rage. These words are from one of the most prolific authors of our times. James Baldwin, a champion for the cause of our people, who expressed all of his frustrations of his generation through his writings. While the words are his, the sentiments is shared among each and every African-American person in this country. We cannot continue to allow our lives to be taken without some kind of accountability or tangible change. There's no doubt that George Floyd was murdered at the hands of four police officers. Now we see the defiant reaction of millions of people around the world who are taking part in demonstrations. We don't know when the protests will subside. We hope soon, before someone else get killed. But we also know that very little will change. The anger and frustration that we see playing out once again is just a reminder of how little we've grown as a country from our original sin of slavery. This is our pandemic. It affects us all. And in 400 years, we've yet to find a vaccine. Family, we have to do better. We all are angry. And we all can protest and, and, and loot and, and, and burn buildings down in our community and all of these things. But what's the answer? How can we have real change? How can we stop our black men and boys from being shot down in the street? And now, of recent, you know, our young women. What kind of message does the president send when he allows law enforcement to beat us in the street, throw us to the ground, etc. Like you, America, I don't have the answers. I wish I did. All I know is that if it doesn't change, the only one that America has to blame is the person that's in the mirror. As always, don't be good, be great. Good night.